Each morning at this time, we'll be giving a set of instructions for practice. And as the week goes on, each day there will be new instructions added to the old one as well as a review. So we invite you to sit and meditate through the instructions, use it as a guided practice. And not to worry if you feel like, oh, what did she say or what did he say because we'll come back to it. And there will also be a chance for questions later on in the morning. So as you begin a period of practice, it's helpful to settle into your sitting posture. It doesn't matter so much whether you're sitting on a cushion or a bench, kneeling or cross-legged, or perhaps you're in a chair. The most important thing is to the extent that it's possible that you sit with an erect spine Let the spine be straight, and if you physically can do it, it's helpful to hold yourself up, not to rely on the support of a chair or the wall. Not all of you can do that, and that's fine if that's true. But holding yourself up actually brings some strength and some alertness to your practice. And then given that erect spine to find a way for your legs to be placed that you can hold and keep relatively still for a period of time. And the same thing with the hands resting on your legs or in your lap. Let the chin tuck in a little bit so that the spine is straight all the way up into the back of the skull and let your eyes be gently closed. And for a moment or two, just notice that you're here. Here is actually a very good mantra for your practice, a very good instruction. Here. A bit like calling your dog here. Come here into this moment, into your awareness of sitting, the sound of my voice, the cool air moving through, little sounds and rustlings in the room. and all of the events of the mind and the heart that might be coming and going. And for a little bit, just let it all happen. Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, mental objects, one after another. You're like a little duck floating on the ocean of this experience. No need to pull any of it toward you nor to push it away. 
If you drift off, you start thinking, planning, worrying, commenting. Just come back to this moment to hear. As you settle, more and more then, begin to let your attention focus on the awareness of the sitting, breathing body. Being aware of your posture, the sensations of the body, And very regularly in that body, the breath arising and then passing. Letting your attention rest just there, just here with that sitting, breathing body. And then as you settle into that sitting, breathing body, begin to focus your attention still further on the breath itself. Let your attention relax into your breath. Let it soften into the awareness of the breath. Resting the attention with each breath from the beginning of the in-breath through the middle of the in-breath to the end of the in-breath and then the beginning, middle and end of the out-breath. and then waiting and finding the beginning of the next breath. One breath, actually one half breath at a time. Breathing in, breathing out. And let yourself be aware of all of the sensations of breathing. Sensations on the upper lip and the nostrils. Sensations as the air moves in the throat and the chest, the chest expanding, the diaphragm rising. And then the diaphragm drops and the chest begins to contract and warm air 
goes back out through the nostrils, over the upper lip. Many, many sensations. If you have a pause at the end of the in-breath or the end of the out-breath, and many people do, you can let the attention rest in the awareness of the sitting body, either with the awareness of your posture as a whole or a particular touch point that is very clear to you, your butt on the cushion or your hands in your lap, so that the mind always has a place to rest. That's important because one of the first things we begin to see, it's actually the first insight of insight practice, is how quickly the mind wanders off. And we go off into planning, daydreaming, worrying, commenting, judging, criticizing. It is endless what the mind will do. And then pretty soon you're not here. You're caught in your story about next week or next year or what would be better. So when that happens, and it will happen, when you wake up, oh, I drifted off. The first important thing is to be glad that you're awake. <coughs> That's what you came here to do, was to wake up. So you've waked up. That's good. And then in a very simple way, bring your attention back to the next breath. There's no need for judging or criticizing, telling yourself that you're a bad meditator. This learning to stay present, to stay here, is a training of the mind and the heart. And as we train, we don't always do it so well. So you come back and you start again. Keep it really simple. Following the in-breath. Resting in the body if there's a pause. Following the out-breath. And again, resting in the body if there's a pause. When you drift off, get caught in your story. When you wake up, Be glad that you're awake and come back.
as you get really settled with the breath, it can be helpful to focus just a little bit more in one area of following the breath. So if the sensations are strong in the nostrils, you might focus the attention there with the in and the out of the breath at the nostrils. If they're strongest in the belly or the chest, you can focus the attention there in the rising and falling of the chest or the belly. For some people, the whole body breathing is very compelling. And then you let yourself be aware of the expansion and contraction of the whole body with each breath. Choose the place that is most compelling for you, the place where it's easiest for you to follow the breath. And let the attention rest just there. As you do that, it can be very helpful to create a soft mental noting of each breath. Noting in and then out. If you're following the breath at the nostrils, or rising and then falling, if you're following the breath in the chest or the belly, or expanding and then contracting, if you're being with the whole body breathing. The noting is a simple tool that points the mind in the direction of your experience. It actually gives the mind a little something to do so that it's less likely to wander off. Keep the noting very soft though, very much in the background. Just a really quiet in, out, or rising, falling, or expanding, contracting. And then as you do wander off, again when you wake up, in a way that's gentle and friendly and kind, come back. Keep the whole thing relaxed. Let it even be a little bit playful. A little bit like walking on a log. Can you stay with the breath? If you fall off, just laugh and get back on again.
if the mind has drifted off, gotten lost in thinking or planning, daydreaming, come back, let go of everything that has happened in this meditation period until now, and begin again. Relaxing into the breath, letting each breath come and go entirely as it wants to. No need to control it. Your work is simply to be present, here, attentive to the comings and goings of every breath, coming back over and over and over again as you need to.
a poem for the end of the sitting from John O'Donohoe. He says, I would love to live like a river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. I would love to live as a river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. So today is the first day of our week together and there are some things that you can expect whether you are brand new or whether this is your 17th retreat. And the simple way to say it is it's likely to be tough. Most of us come to these retreats pretty tired if you're not tired, I'd like to meet you because we all are, you know. We live such intense lives. And then we come and, you know, we're sitting many hours out of every day. We're hiking up and down hill. You'll be doing some qigong in a bit and some walking and, and a lot of sitting with your eyes closed. And of course, you know what happens when you sit around with your eyes closed. Pretty soon the body says, oh good, nap time. So your sitting may get a little sticky and sleepy. And a couple of things to say. If it does that, for one thing, please do not judge or criticize yourself today. This really difficult time, I think of it as the swamp. And I think of it as a geographic event. It's sort of like to go from here to San Francisco, you have to go over the Golden Gate Bridge. So to go from here to being really settled and calm, you have to go through the swamp. There's just really no way around it. It'll be, you know, the flavors will be different for each one of you, but it will be there. If you have a really sleepy day, um, there's some things to consider. Um, when you're here in the hall, you can sit with your eyes open. You can either keep them down in front of you or you can raise them a little bit above the heads of your neighbors. You're not looking at anything particular, except maybe the Buddhas up here. Um, and let your energy kind of, you'll get a little more energy, a little some energy for down, more energy for up. 
You can certainly take, instead of letting the breath come and go as it wants, take some really deep breaths and bring a lot more oxygen into your system. And you are welcome to do some standing practice. And I think later today we'll have a sitting (laughs) that will start out as a standing just so we can all work with it. But for the time being, if you're really sleepy and you think, boy, I'm just not waking up, just slowly and mindfully bring yourself to a standing posture and continue your practice standing up. You're not likely to fall asleep while you're standing. And if you start to nod off, I can guarantee you that the adrenaline rush will take care of the rest of it and you'll be wide awake for the rest of the sitting. I've never seen anybody fall over, so you don't have to worry too much about that. So experiment with standing. Don't be embarrassed. Be the first kid on the block who's smart enough to stand up during a sitting. And we would be happy to see it. The Buddha, in his list of things to do for sleepiness, has all kinds of things. Sit on the edge of a well, so if you start to nod forward and you wake up and there you are almost about to fall into the well, that's the adrenaline rush thing again. But at the end of the list, he also says, take a nap if you're really tired. So there are some spaces in the day around lunch is a very good time. And if you're exhausted, please go take a nap. We would be happy for you to do that so that you get caught up a little. The swamp usually lasts a day or a day and a half. Usually by the end of the second day, it's completely gone. So, you know, it's just a question of getting through it, getting caught up enough on your rest so that you're here. So before I go on, are there any really burning questions around the instructions or your sitting at this point? Please. Uh, I noticed as I was sitting and listening to the guided portion of the meditation, uh-huh. my conscious mind was really on the breath. Uh-huh. Um, but as I let my subconscious mind just let the breath be, I was kind of falling off into that uh-huh. sleepy state. Uh-huh. I'm wondering, is it better to stay conscious on the breath? Yes. Or is it yes. Yeah, bring all of your energy and attention. The minute you sort of drop back into that subconscious place, you are in real danger of sliding just a little further, which is the hypnagogic sleepy place. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, I think you can turn it off at this point. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.